Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Brunch. And which episode is this again? I'm sorry, you just said it. Yeet. And then, ooh, ooh, five more episodes to 100, 525,600 minutes. Wow, that was beautiful. Since y'all want a fucking show, y'all want a fucking show, I'll put on a show. Yeah, you but wop wop, you just start scatting. <laughs> drop, drop, do drop, drop. I'm like, wow, I don't know how to respond. <laughs> You start tap dancing like the frog from WB. <laughs> you want to calm down, happy? <laughs> but um, yeah. Hey, girl. Nice of you to come back to the country. That's what I'm saying. Like, since y'all wanna, y'all wanna fucking show American girl. American. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. Nice of you to come back to the country. I know. That's why I'm saying y'all wanna show. Okay. okay. Take me on a trip. I want to go somewhere. That was Estelle. I get it. The way you said, I thought it was like a show tune. He's like, American girl, American girl. I was like, huh? Since y'all want a fucking show, you got it. Well, did you have fun in Canada? I did. I had a blast. I cannot wait to go back. Um, the food, when I came back, my taste buds was on something different. I know. I saw that food and I'm like, mm, the flavor. The fuck first of all, this shit poontine. Yeah. That shit That sounds like different. sex, poontine. <laughs> we that are sound like you want some ass. <laughs> Funny poutine. But yeah. um anyway, that shit was hit. Like <laughs> that shit was something different. Like, first of all, the French fries there, they make them how I love fries, like real potatoes. And with the gravy on, you know what I'm talking about. None of that funny shit that's like <laughs> That's, you know, heated up, and they just stick in a real fucking Idaho potato. <laughs> I almost fucking hit my head. But I know what you mean. You know what I mean? When it's that no bullshit, no yeah. bullshit, and russet they be... potatoes. Yes, yes, yes. And they leave a little skin on it just to show you that they them real bitches. Like, yep. I know exactly That's what you're That's how it was. And about. it had vegan gravy on it and vegan, like, soy cheese curds. And it was, oh, I know, right. sorry. Don't, I know, don't I said say you, curds I'm, again. Sorry, sorry, Come sorry, 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 that shit was so when I fucking when I first that shit hit my tongue, my fucking clit tickled. Come on. <laughs> you could have just said it was good, Sabrina. I fucking got it. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably was uncomfortable all the way in America. And we you doing also had so something that's kind of hard to get as a vegan, like when you eat out, is onion rings. And I yes. used to love onion rings when I e fucking mine. These Ooh. onion rings was fucking beer battered like a bitch. <laughs> And they be crispy. Husky as fuck. Ooh. They were so husky that me and Peter, we split them. But we had, like, took two with us because we were so full from it. <laughs> that sounds... That shit Damn, I'm was... about to fucking fly there right now. Also, I, I had a I... cinnamon roll. That shit mm. tastes like fucking cinna fucking bun. Shout out to Tori's Bake Shop. More importantly, you're, you're fake for not get, bringing me one back. First of all, that shit would have been... Because I bought a cupcake bag and that shit was different. <laughs> So, you could have let me decide. It's sugar. I would have been happy. True. Well, next time, I'll do that. Yeah, next time you go to Canada, I have to wait. Thanks. I appreciate it. You know I love Cinnabon. That shit was... Cinnabon, if you listening, can you put a vegan option on the menu? I know. Y'all are some haters. But yeah, oh, Toronto is very quiet. I linked up with Loki Cozy. I did, which is our listener friends, which are actual friends now. Yeah. From, from Canada. Who are so freaking cute and have their own podcast. From Canada, eh? It's really cool. And I'm just like, I'm not going to lie. That's what sent me. Like, I was really for you having a good time. 
enjoy your time away. But when you start hanging out with people, <laughs> listeners without me, that's when a travel little trip turns into abandonment. <laughs> so I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then Lauren you picked me up. You aren't sorry. You aren't I sorry. Was right, Eric? She you know, you ain't see how hard she was smiling. She was like, in a video, like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> Uh-huh. I was just so happy. Uh-huh. I'm like, this is so cute. I'm like, you shouldn't be that happy without me there. <laughs> like, period. Wow. So, yeah, shout out to Loki Cozy, Cozy Girlfriend, and Loki Lauren. Two like, baddies. Yes, two baddies, eh? Two baddies from up north. Hearing a Canadian say, A, hey, that shit made my shoulders clean. I can't imagine. I, can't imagine. I said, uh, say that shit again? That's like hearing somebody from England say, mate. You be like, fuck. I'm so used to it. But okay. it's still just what you listen I know. for. I can't. And also, I'm going to London. And when I come, I'm going to, so everywhere I go, I get it. I'm like, I get I get why white people do this. Because it's fun. Appropriating culture. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like Canada, I was like, hey, me and Peter just kept on saying a. And when I go to London, y'all, go, I'm gonna be like, dun, 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 dun. That's the queen. Thinking about everybody, about oh, look at this Uncle Tom over here. <laughs> look at this <laughs> nigger. <laughs> Get a load of her. But no, I'm happy y'all enjoyed yourself. Thank despite you. you know what, I just love the fact that I bullied you on Twitter, and then every other Black Girl Brunch listener <laughs> joined me, and I never felt so powerful. I've never felt so loved and supported. So thank y'all for that. That's thank you for knowing. Sick. And yeah, like thank you. I love that I've been on vacation <laughs> and nobody did that to me. But soon as you went on vacation, that's because we missed the episode because of you. Anyway. <laughs> Um, anywho, so to be honest with you, we actually didn't mean to miss the episode. We planned to do it the day before. It's just Sabria had to work and then pack. It was just too much. It was a lot. So we let her off the hook and let her travel without it making it stressful. So thank you guys for understanding that. Thank you. All right, now let's get into this midnight brunch since we're talking about food. This Friday, this Friday, okay, the 31st, last episode. Did I say Saturday? Absolutely. Did I mean Friday? Of course. <laughs> So that's where it's going to be. It's going to be. Um, it's going to be on Friday. Period. We're kicking off the Roots picnic with the official bam. late night brunch bam, at bam, James bam. Restaurant. Bam, it's bam, on bam. 1835 Art Street, Philadelphia. All right, starting at 10 o'clock. We're going to have not only um, is Black Girl Brunch going to be there at the midnight brunch. We're also going to have DJ Heavenly and in the building and Corey Towns and, and shouts to the guy aka the promoter that linked <laughs> us to all this um just follow him on instagram okay period at e d b r w n jr so at brown jr pretty much brown. just just listen to what i just said and like put that in instagram hit that link in the fucking bio hit Pussy. that link in his bio because that's exactly how you get to the event right i'm excited because like and it's free bitch it's period look it's free we got all these people that i know that are coming so i'm like really really excited like the gang is we about to get the fucking band back together i don't know if y'all ever saw the country bears <laughs> but we about to get let's gonna be on some country bear shit we getting the band back gang, together gang, got the we got rich. fucking kiki coming we got, got lazy coming we got savvy coming we got rel coming we got Sean coming. We got the crew. So I'm excited because I plan to get drunk. Period. I mean, I I don't drink, but I'm still going to be lit. But I feel like like, what I like about you is as drunk as I get, your spirit gets. I don't know how that happens, but I be looking like, why she acting dumb? She ain't even drinking that. I'm like, because that's my fucking best friend. Like, And I'm like, yeah, period. So I'm excited. Like, yo, if y'all, if you live in Canada, just fly down for the midnight brunch. It's worth it. You get to stay with us. Fly down, eh? <laughs> oh, 
yeah, just come. Just come. I don't know why I just laugh like Jadakus, and if we can edit that out, I would definitely appreciate Please that. Don't, 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 don't. I said, ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> Faith for for this week, okay? <laughs> you know, it's that season. Trying to eat all the meals for no reason. Uh. <laughs> Fave barbecue food. I said barbecue food. Fucking <laughs> Billy Ray. Oh, my God. All right, you first. So, first of all, I love barbecue because my fucking dad, if you know anything about my dad, Child. that nigga throw the fuck down. Child, he be having a cedar plank wood, <laughs> having a liquid smoke. He be having the chef hat on. That and the flip flops. That yeah, he no, not the flip flops. The, the sandals, because <laughs> they be in the basket weaved and clothes. Sandals. Because my the mom, denim shorts for Father's Day, she got him the big boy grill, the one with the hood on it, with the thing on the side. Like it's no, it's none of that like amateur shit. It's a what, real ass grill. I just want to say really quickly, like one time I tried Sabria's dad barbecue, thinking like, all right, it's gonna be good because barbecue. Shit was different. <laughs> different. Them sausage links were different. <laughs> I ate it so fast, I was sick. Like, I was like, damn. So fucking good. And also, like, since I've been vegan, he's been, like, he makes my food first. So it don't, t- like, touch the, yeah. the grill. And he does it again and again and again. Oh, so my favorite barbecue stuff, well, f- for barbecue season, this isn't barbecue, but it goes good with barbecue food, my vegan mac and cheese. Period. Period. No, I tell people that all the time. That shit hit different in the summer. It's really good, especially with some barbecue sauce with something else next to it. it <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I put buffalo sauce in it. It's good, too. God damn. Um, so, Beyond Burgers. So, my dad grills um, Beyond Burgers with, like, vegan cheese on a grill. I don't know what he... It's because he used, like, like you said, the cedar. He used, like, the wood that's, like, apple flavor. Yeah. Um, and that shit is just I'm about different. to buy him some coal. What do you need? Lighter fluid, any propane, whatever he need, I will buy it so he can cook me some burgers. It's so good. The so I cannot okay. wait. It's worth it. Like honestly, we be spending like thirty dollars on Beyond Burgers, but it's it's, it's good. It's, it's really delicious. Um also filled roast sausages. Yeah. Um those are the best vegan sausages, I feel like. And those on the grill just hit different. Cause what my dad do is all right, mind you, he got the the wood going, but then he also put barbecue sauce on it too. But that shit cook and in. let it fucking smoke, Mar- marinate, smell that smoke. But Damn. yeah, it's so good. Also, grilled veggies can't go wrong with it. Can't go wrong with it. And also like grilled pineapple. Oh yes, 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 yes. Put that portobello on yeah. there. Oh my god, let that an- cap smoke. Yes, that's another <laughs> thing he did. He did. He put, he put grilled portobello. Put the uh, barbecue sauce on the portobello mushroom. Oof. Yum, yum. Okay, so let me sh- let me tell you mine now. All right, so first and foremost is the big ass, cold ass slices of watermelon. Oh, the fresh my boys, like you know God. the real big ones that you you bite into them. And you like if I talk, I'm I'm gonna choke because I can't. I gotta focus. I was fucking watermelon up at my family reunion. Cause I'm obviously I'm vegan and obviously all they had was chicken. I was like. <laughs> Smacking that shit. Yeah, what y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, no, watermelon, just like the fruit in general, but I pick the watermelon only because I am a nigger. <laughs> um, and do you ever smack? My mom be doing it. She be smacking the watermelon. You told me a- that she does that, and I was like looking to the left, looking to the right, about to do it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, I, I feel fortunate. I feel like I got the right watermelon. Like, I feel like, I feel like it's a personal connection. I just know when I got the right I'm one. I'm like, can we leave? She be like, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> 
she's trying to find the big, the juicy guy. But no, I love it. And you know, I love when other people slice watermelon because it is labor. When you get like a real big one, yeah. my grandma is so good, but the mess gives me anxiety. That's I why I usually just get it pre-sliced. But I'm like, I'm paying seventeen dollars. Oh for this my god, container. watermelon at Whole Foods is so, so expensive. fucking expensive. It's if y'all $8. niggas see me with fucking watermelon from Whole Foods, we don't made ask it. me for shit. I was going to say we made it. I mean, we rich. That too, but don't ask me for shit. That is so funny. Um, Next, smart dogs, hot dogs. Remember when I had my first, was that a smart dog hot dog that I had? Or remember I, at the vegan cookout? Yeah, I think it might have been Phil Roast, actually. Okay, well, vegan hot dogs in general. Yeah. Because I love smart dog, and I love that one. Yes. But I used to love hot dogs before I was vegan. Like I hated them, I actually. loved hot dogs. Like, I was a person, like, I want a hot dog. I want a link. Like, I, I love those. Like, so <laughs> I, when I went vegan, actually, when I went vegetarian, I just didn't have any for, like, years. So, like, two years ago, two summers ago at the vegan cookout, I had it. It changed my life. Now I just be buying them bitches just, just, <laughs> just because. Like, it's so good to me. So like, it's good. so good. So, yes, those hit. Next, the pasta salad. Like, Damn, uh, how could I forget the pasta salad? The pasta salad. salad is so good when you got the noodles and the cucumber. You got the crunchy pieces of broccoli, Italian dressing. We sound so fat, but, like, I don't care. Like, I love it. And I love when it's some left over because that it hit different the next day. You know day. what? I don't know if you had Jarrell pasta salad, but it's good. Yes, I have. Him and uh, Des. Yes, that they, shit is They do their damn thing. Tangy. And I like, so I like that type of pasta salad with the spaghetti, but I also like the pasta salad with the tri-color noodles, put a little olives in there. True, Ooh. true, true. Yes. Ooh, child. Ooh, I might sneak a little tomato in there. Mm, Cherry little, tomato. A little zesty, you know. <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, Henny Punch is the last on the list. Um, I well, like I did when, not expect that. Yeah, actually, <laughs> that's my favorite part of the cookout, like the mixed drinks <laughs> like or the sangria, whatever. My family, I'm going to be honest with you, we don't really do sangria. We just do Henny Punch. But I like when it's in there real bit cooler with like the lemons and the fruit. You can see the strawberries and stuff in there. You might get a strawberry. That's really good. Um, yeah, but it's just, oh, God. Like I'm about to throw a cookout right now. It's 9.51 p.m., and I'm about to throw a cookout. Is the weather nice? Oh, fuck it. I live across the street from the park. Like, why not? <laughs> It'd be raccoons in it. You pass them like, <laughs> you like, you could get some? Just wait. They're like, fuck out of here, dickhead. <laughs> I'm like, okay, guess I'll go back home. Uh, So, let's discuss Toast for Assist. This week, we're toasting to Regina Hall, not just because she's a legendary black actress that does not age, just refuses to age, not just because she's funny as hell, unproblematic, and cool, and just beautiful, but because recently, you know, she said that on her show, damn it, I'm forgetting the name of the show already, oh, oh, Black Monday, so the show is called Black Monday, um, she was sitting on the Hollywood Reporter's uh, Comedy Actors Roundtable just with a bunch of other actresses like um, Jane, Fonda, Jane Fonda. And they asked her, like, when was the time she, like, said no? And she said recently there was a joke written about Whitney Houston, like, you know, a drug crack in, wow, no pun intended, but it was like a, a drug joke, and she decided to stand up for herself and say no. She said there was a joke I think about drugs, and I and it was about Whitney Houston, and I was like I don't want to say that. Artists give so much, and 
and give so much and to make fun of them of their challenges and the illness is just not right. So I thought that was fantastic because not enough people advocate for Whitney Houston for being the advocate that she is. I feel like when like she gets made fun of where a lot of other artists such as Kurt Cobain mm-hmm. and Amy Winehouse who also struggled with addiction, they don't get it thrown in their face. Mm-hmm. Like they don't get the crackhead, you know, um they don't get the crackhead reputation. And, like, even as a kid, I knew, what, that like, you talk, if you talk about Whitney Houston, you talk about drugs. And it's, like, to get older and to realize how much she gave us and to think, like, wow, that's all y'all could talk about? Yeah, that's very Instead right. of helping her out? Like, that's really insane. So kudos to her for actually standing up for Whitney Houston. And it's like, okay, you did that. More people should do that. Like, and Just say no. Yeah. You don't have to. If Karuchi would have did that about blue, that blue Ivy hair joke, she might, she may have not been unfollowed by me that one time. Not to say that that makes sense, but it's like just, I still look at her and I think that, wow, this mixed girls thought that it was okay to talk about like a black little girl's hair. That's what I feel. The clownery. Um, The clownery jumped out. Mm -hmm. All right. So tea time, the Game of Thrones finale. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, brother, this stinks. (laughs) They were singing at the end of the song. They were like, ha me, ha me, ha me, ha me, ha ha, fuck me right now, ha me, ha I'm like, all right. Still the same song, but okay. Shit was goofy. <laughs> Shit was different. So let's Shit just go, whack, let's go on the fucking cliff notes because at the end of the day, we all knew it was going to suck because there was no way that they could That shit re- sucked dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> no way that they was going to redeem themselves after this happened. He hated it. No way. So at this point, I'm just like, how y'all gonna wrap this shit up? Because I know it ain't gonna be good, but like, it's gotta, it's gotta end some way. I really felt like boo boo the motherfucking fool, seeing that Cersei was actually dead. I said, oh, it was so anti. Like they really, that was the laziest. And I feel like that was so corny. So even though like everybody know I'm Cersei have to the day of that, I think it's corny that the one of the let the um. The long-lasting villains, the I mean, the longest, the yeah, the villain that's like still there, got the corniest death. Like she got out easy. You know what I would have pictured her death to be, right? I would have wanted her to try to kill herself, mm-hmm. try to take power. The dragon catch her, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Khaleesi like not quite burn her ass alive. Yeah, that would have been so simple. And then Jamie, or like the the missed opportunity between Jamie and Arya was just ridiculous. It just it was ridiculous. And also like Arya never changing her fucking face uh, bro. this whole entire season. Like I don't know if the, her whole thing was you know I am no longer that person. This is a talent that I, it just don't make sense. It felt like the whole I, a girl has no name it was a joke. Like I know. we could have skipped that, that shit. That shit was decent. And like also how fucking Bran is like the. And first of all, he didn't. How Tyrion was like, oh, you did all this by yourself. What about the fucking girl that was carrying that nigga on her back? Yeah, period. Like, seriously. One. And like, but at the end of the day, her little brother had the same visions. Like, I'll be honest with you. This brand, Raven, Children of the Forest, Night King shit, really, I've been trying to make it make sense. So if you remember that girl was carrying Bran on her back mm-hmm. only because she was a wildling. She had yeah. nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. And her brother believed that Bran was the raven. Mm-hmm. So he had to, he knew from jump he had to sacrifice himself for mm-hmm. Bran. And because she ain't had nowhere else to go, she had to do this. Mm-hmm. But, like, so she did get to live, and it was cool. Right. Um, Hodor died for Bran. I was going to say, well, Hodor could still be but kicking here's it. here's my thing. 
I like Brandon's the cake. Don't get because Brand <laughs> is a fucking freak. Played the fucking game. He played <laughs> the game of thrones. At the end of the day, that was kind of a gag for me. That he, <laughs> what did you think I came all this way for? And all of a sudden he was a robot. He couldn't steer straight. Then after that, he's like, yeah, I know. That's why. Like it was a fucking act. And I was listening to this podcast, and they were saying, what if the Night King knows that Bran is evil and conniving, and that's why he was trying to kill Bran only, and that's why Bran kind of, like, tricked everybody into protecting him. Because you know this Bran ass was like, as long as he don't kill me, I'm good, because he made it like it was some something yeah. special about him. And I think Bran just wanted to be the king. That's it. That's But he probably know he was most fit, because like Tyrion said, he's the keeper of all stories can't nobody lie to a nigga that know. So I'm like, he got to be, you know, that's also kind of scary, too. It like, he knows scary. everything. And also, like, John, what was the point of John telling the story about John? What's the point of him being Targaryen? John shouldn't have been such a bitch, and maybe he would have had a chance to sit his ass on the Iron Throne. But he never wanted to. But I'm just like, what was but the he, point of that backstory? Like, it, it made throw no us sense. Because he fucking went back to the fucking night spot. The whole point of that story was to make us think that the battle was between John and Khaleesi, when all of a sudden the battle was between somebody nobody even expected, which is why I kind of like this brand storyline. Like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. Tyrion, we thought he was going to die. He didn't. Like you said, John got sent back to the wall, which I think was so fucking corny. Like, this man saved all of humanity from the dead. Like, you yeah. would think that you would just let him get a pass. Oh, I guess we didn't talk about the most important part, which is that John killed Khaleesi. Yeah. John killed Daenerys. John killed Danny, the great slayer of dragons, the mother of dragons, all that shit. Like, <laughs> he said, finish her. That was like, that really took me out because I didn't know who. Who killed who? Yeah, because it was like cling. Like first of all, I love that in movies. Like when you don't know who, and then yeah, you bet. <laughs> but her crazy ass, she was like, oh, just like when I was a kid. I thought da, 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 da. he was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and you know what? Somebody pointed out she never even got a chance to sit her ass on the throne before she was. That's it. And the dragon had the most damn sense out of everybody. He was like, you know what? Fuck, Fuck this. Throne. You know, this is the reason why I just lost my mother. Um, yeah, and then Bram was looking for the dragon. I'm like, for what? You're not going to get on it? I also didn't like that they called him Bran the Broken. Yeah, like what in the ableism? They should have called him Bran the Unbroken, if you ask me. Yeah, you fucking you He was pushed out of a window. He was paralyzed from the waist down. And what most, come on, think about back then, what most people would have thought would have shut somebody down, propelled him forward. He's unbroken, not broken. Yeah, what the fuck That's that's I can't, like, and also I could just tell a lot of the actors and actresses were just not happy with how how this went and I could see why like this shit was it was it was kind of ass but whatever Sansa's is the queen of the north I was she looks amazing again listening to the podcast oysters clams and cockles and they were saying how like why the fuck would Sansa just decide to just keep Winterfell a separate <laughs> kingdom and he said if I was at the round table I was like well fuck if I knew that was an option I don't want to be part of your kingdom either like now instead of the seven kingdoms Oh, instead of the seven kings, it's the six. Yeah. And I'm the same way. I'd be like, shit, y'all didn't say that was an option to remain independent. Yeah. And if she don't trust her own brother, <laughs> why should I? It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was a booty cheeks. But I was like, I'm just happy it's over. We have a conclusion. But, like, it's just sad. And now I really could just go to Whole Foods on Sunday. Fuck y'all. Or go to bed. True. Or both. 
Speaking of the shy, you know, this isn't on our list, but like the fucking guy who played Brandon is outed as a creep now. So he's got kicked off the show. And that's a shame. Why can't y'all niggas just go to work and go home? Just go to work and go home. And like, I really like the the, the character Brandon. Like, yeah. I really liked him because we all know a guy in the hood that's like that. Just yeah. like good guy trying to keep his head on his shoulder. And you start to associate actors with, with you know, mm-hmm. their character. And he's not that person. So. I'm still gonna watch the shot because I like the fact that they kicked him off, but apparently they should have kicked him off sooner. Like a lot of people were. I didn't see about. last night's episode. And, and I haven't seen it either. Yeah, I didn't see the episode. Okay, so moving on, you know, Megan V. Stallion dropped the hottest mixtape of the year. Oh my god, that it's like the more Stally I listen gay. to it, the better it gets. Like, I can't believe it. Like, the more I listen to it, the better it gets. It do. We listen oh. to it when we get back in the car. Absolutely. I was about to say, please. I was like, you got it, baby. <laughs> but um, yeah, we can listen to The Fever when we get in the car. It is amazing. She's just okay. doing her thing. And I feel like she's handling this fame and this, like, pressure so easily. Like, so easy. I, like, she don't seem nerd. Like, she's somebody who her confidence is unmatched. That's how I want to be. Like, and, like, also, like, the way she just shake her butt, but, like, mm-hmm. it's just everything she do. And also, like... Also, I want y'all motherfuckers to leave her the fuck alone. First of all, I already said it on Twitter and I'm saying it on here. (laughs) Everybody's not that fashion girl. And you're not that fashion girl either. (laughs) When the fuck was the last time you wore YSL and Rick Owens? Like, that's not Megan V. Stallion. Like, that's not her brand. Like, she's a fucking hot girl, little ass clothes, little ass shorts, ashless chaps. Like, that's the hot girl vibe. Everybody is not that, you know... Uh, fashion week girl everybody's not that chanel no. girl sometimes a girl is just that fashion over girl that a pretty little things girl that dolls curl dolls kill girl and that's okay and all that's that but okay. like why do people gotta wear white designers in order for them to be official like yeah, why? why 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 do they have to wear expensive things in order for their skills to be official like some people no like listen don't worry about what she i wearing. love the way she dressed i, I love it it's so hot cute. girl shit it That's is. real hot girl shit what she wear. Like, I can't wait for Baby Fat to come out and for her to have, like, that little Baby Fat tea. I like it. I, I love, love it. the the I love the country. I love the get. It's nostalgic how she dressed. She yep, dressed like 90s rappers used to. She dressed it. like, and I mean this in the best way, like, Hoochie Mama style. I like, love it. That's what Little Kim was doing. And now, granted, mm-hmm. Little Kim definitely wore that, that designer shit. She like, she definitely girl. was that fashion girl. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, that, that raunchiness I miss. I really, really, really really miss and mm-hmm. I love how she do it it's just so her um yeah also stop touching her stop slapping her butt Get, yeah. keep your fucking paws to yourself like stop slapping her butt never in my life would I see even when I'm dancing with somebody else or there's a girl in, in public dancing never in my life do I feel the need to slap her butt like yeah. I will slap your butt because you're my friend or like Kiki's or like you know like, I just, I'm not doing that to no stranger. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she'd look at people like, what the hell? It's just like, y'all doing it for yourselves. Like, stop now. Stop. Yeah. I know she says she don't care, but still fucking stop. Yeah, like, stop doing it. Delete all that. Delete all that shit, piggy. <laughs> um, Speaking of fever, my boyfriend is on the album, The Baby. Um, That is my king. <laughs> that is my man. Oh. Uh, That is my boo. His like, verse, Poetic. It's something that my Angelou dreamed about. When he said he would put that bitch under his elbow, I would fucking die love to be in a headlock by the baby. Also, I love when he said, I'm fucking her and she's she fucking, fucking me, me back. back. 
I like my bitches pretty and ghetto, the type that don't even say hello. I love that. I want to be that girl, but I'm like, hi. <laughs> hey, how are you? They'd be like, hello, with me? <laughs> I'm doing great. How about you? But uh, anyway, like, I love that. The I want to put him to on my back. Like, no, I want to give him a pig big ride. But I think a lot of people think pig big ride mean like, you know, his arms around my shoulders, his, yeah. his legs around my like, uh, <laughs> legs around my waist. But really, what I mean is like his fucking body right here in the front of my face. Like, I would. That give would be him, so cute. I feel like he would just love it. I guess I would put him. I would carry him on like, in that sleeper, like how you do babies. Like I would just carry him around like that, and that's my boyfriend. And oh my god, I just love. <laughs> I love a nigga with like a, a not a temper, but will show. Because <laughs> temper sounds abusive, but it's like if you fuck with him. He's going to fuck with you back. Exactly. No bitch assness. No bitch assness at all. And I'm I love that. First of all, he just beat a case, okay, from a fatal shooting in Walmart. Why? Because he said the girl was the guy was bothering him and his daughter. Uh, He beat the case. So that was self-defense. Love that. First I was thinking, a lot of people think what happened recently with him fighting that fan was actually staged. But my cousin Kiki, it might be staged, but if it's not staged, my cousin first of all, bravo if it is staged, because you got exactly what you wanted, (laughs) which was attention. we love violence. Um, <laughs> but like my cousin Kira said, I was like, why is he uh, like recording this? And she was like, for proof. Because once you're arrested, you got to kind of show people that it was self-defense. Oh, yeah. Too. You know what I mean? So I'm like, if it isn't staged, which, you know, it's a chance it could be. Yeah, but, you know, y'all are going to learn to stop talking shit to people regardless because yeah. outside of this situation, that this is just something people do to celebrities exactly. online. Like, honestly, Constantly once trolling we get them. big and if y'all say some sh- crazy shit, I'm beating y'all the fuck up, period. I mean, like, if you say it on the internet, that's one thing. But if you say, if you're bothering me right while you're like, welcome to Bangkok. I'm going to beat you up just like Bjork did. Bjork said, hit him with the left, hit him with the I right. I can't believe Bjork gave that to And that's why like that. that's my motherfucking queen, yeah, period. Exactly. That's why I stand. I just know if you bothering somebody and they whip your ass, that's on you. Yeah, leave them alone. That's on you. And, like, everybody's always like, no, no violence, but, like, don't do behavior that warrants violence. Exactly. I, you're getting your ass beat, bro. I, I, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely believe in like slapping the shit out of somebody. I do. I'm never True. gonna be above that. True. So, yeah. Shouts to the baby for whipping him in his <laughs> ass for like annoying him. Um, Dion Warwick says that. She, sorry, Dion Who Warwick is a fuck. What she say? So people asked about if um, <laughs> asked her about Beyonce and, and if she was a icon, and she says, I don't know if ten years from now anyone can actually sing the songs of our babies today. That's not, as you guys say, throwing shade. It's looking at it with reality. So Warwick also asked specifically about her thoughts on whether or not Beyonce considered Beyonce not kind. Oh, wait, shit. I think I messed the article up. Anyway, she said no. So here's my thing with Dion Dion fucking Warwick. Warwick. If that was the truth, why can't I name any of your songs? Are you not an icon now? You know, because you said 10 years from now and if people can't remember your songs, then that makes you not an icon. Just give it up to just leave it to the people to not know your songs. 
and now you're not an icon anymore. Right. Then I know better. Like, I know Dionne Warwick is absolutely an icon, but she's the Tanache of her generation. <gasps> like, she's not the Aretha. Oh. She's not a Shaka Khan. She's not a Nina Simone. She's not a Patti LaBelle. She's not a Anita Baker. She's not a Gladys Knight. She's not a Diana Ross. She's not a Donna Summers. So I'm like, um... Read her. Drag her. Slay her. I don't understand why you open your elderly lips to speak about the Lil' Kim voice. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) That shit was iconic. She said, shut the fuck up. I remember I was listening to that on Thanksgiving like, damn. I really feel Black it. Friday. She's like, who the fuck want war? That's how I feel. Anytime anybody say anything about Beyonce, for period, like, I'm going to come for you. I don't give a fuck how old you are. <laughs> if the fucking Pope says something, he's getting it too. He's getting, yeah. He's getting plain because all Beyonce does is respect her elders like the sweet Southern girl she is. But y'all keep but on like, talking. But, like, even out of James tried it. And it's like, can y'all just stop? Like, y- y'all done made y'all pick. Like, how do you say that Beyonce is not an icon at this point? Like, how do you say that? She's literally icon. Iconic. She's literally iconic. If she did Coachella, if Coachella was Beachella was the last thing she did, that that's enough. Exactly. She and don't have to do anymore. And Beyonce's in her thirties, okay? Exactly. There's, and that's scary to me. Exactly. Because she's like, it's like, what else can she do? And also, I have two. Even before Coachella, all this stuff before Beyonce was Beyonce. I've had two Beyonce Barbies, and I have a share Barbie. You know how iconic you have to be to have a, a Barbie, Barbie doll, official Barbie, like an official Barbie. And it's like, and I have two of them. I just Dionne Warwick it's nothing wrong where's your Barbie <laughs> she probably got one and like I know she was like a classic it. beauty of the Ooh. of the 60s or whatever but it's like if you want to live in that era and fucking do the Tootsie Roll or whatever the hell else y'all was doing was that the Tootsie Roll or the Walloosing what's it called that dance Walloosing ain't that a street yeah that's the street in West Philly but <laughs> it was called something the Wahoot something Watusi? no that's no I think you I think I think you're right though. I think it's called the Watusi. Wow, I hate being dumb. What's her name? Dionne Warwick. Yeah, I'm looking for her Barbie. Don't she sing Don't that song? The morning I wake up, right after yeah. I put on my makeup. And Aretha gave it some fucking flavor. So. Yeah, I'm looking for her Barbie, and I don't see it. And I just like I really don't know any of Dionne Warwick songs. And I know she's a legend. Like I like sometimes I don't know any of this people's songs, but I trust that you're a legend, and I'm not going to disrespect your legend. Exactly. Now I may disrespect you personally because you said something I don't like, but I'm not going to disrespect the barriers you broke, especially being a black woman during that time. Like, but by your logic, because I don't know your shit, you're not a legend. You're not a legend, and that's just rare, weird. And also, people are going to know Beyonce shit in, in ten years. Even though I do think I got the quote mixed up. Regardless, Beyonce is a legend. Beyonce is a legend. Yeah. Beyonce is a legend. Period. Beyonce is a legend. Okay. still delivered. Beyonce is a legend. Um, breakups and break-ins. Uh, so, 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 so. Trey Songz and broke into somebody because he just <laughs> had a baby. <laughs> like, he's making love faces. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, all I, I got is a dollar in a dream. <laughs> you want to come with me? I can't help what weight used to be my that shit. used to. Be, um, he said, <laughs> "You went ham, it don't. <laughs> you stand by while he lies, <laughs> then turn right around <laughs> and forget. I, I can't take to see <laughs> your face <laughs> when them tears come down your cheeks. They said, what can I, I don't do? want to come between <laughs> you and your man." Even though I know I treat you better than he can. Uh, uh, Goodbye. Uh, uh, uh. 
Uh-huh. I like during the breakdown when he takes his like hat oh, off. He be like, you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> I see it's believing. <laughs> and I see what you need though. Bam. And then even he snaps even more. He goes, girl, because I can't help but wait till you get he was made this ugly ass. I wanna cropping. know who the bitch that broke him in that song. He said, You I can do I, better. I <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Erica Badu. <laughs> hey, you can do better. <laughs> anyway, he had a baby who is oh, so cute. That baby's so cute. Adorable. But honestly, excuse me, but who's the bitch? He ain't gonna let us know because he liked being sneaky Trey. <laughs> <laughs> sneaky Trey. I'm about to start calling that. The who? I'm a Trey Song. Duh, don't you know that's his name? Sneaky Trey. He, he seemed like, like I just know, like, you know. But not, then he was, I'm happy though. Now leave Megan Thee Stallion the fuck alone. And leave Lori Harvey alone. Everybody was making it like she was just a heartbreaker out here. Clearly, you she knew something that we didn't. Little whore. And she congratulated him under the post, like, he's cute, T. And I'm like, see, that's that's what I like. I love a bad bitch that's not bothered and doesn't have the baby. So what's she worried about it for? Like, it's not her. Maybe it is her child. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> but, um, damn, I was going to say something about Trey's songs. Oh, you ever know how you can tell which type of person a celebrity would be if they was just back, like, broke in the hood? Mm-hmm. Like, Trey's songs would 100% be the nigga making girls fight. He will 100% be that nigga that make and his mom is obsessed with him. He's like, he don't have no beef with, like, guys at all. He never get into fights, but he be making bitches fight. Yep. I could totally see him. And just kind of like, not a bum, but, like, he got a job. Like, I don't know. He just weird. Like, it's like, it's a... It's a but he always got a uniform. Like, he it's got a labor. apron tied. You don't know what... You don't know if he cleaned the kitchen or if he cook in the kitchen. Yeah, or he got the dicky suit, right? But yeah. it's down, and you can see his wife beater at the top. Like, he got yeah. it down because he hot, and he got, like, a mystic drink. Like, yeah. he always got a car, always got a job, but you don't know where and why he don't live alone. Okay. But he always making pretty bitches fight. Yep. But he lived with one of his baby moms. He making girls fight that, like, have good jobs. Like, they administrative <laughs> assistants at hospitals. They, like, patient care advocates. And they be like, Shantae is smart. I don't know why she <laughs> acting like that. <laughs> they be like, yeah, her and Khadijah was going at it after Tremaine. It happens to the best of us, baby. It babies. happens to the best of us. But he had a pretty girls, the pretty bitches fighting, the... It's about to be a And what? it never ends. Like, they be 50 years old hating each other because of some Trey Songs dick. And I get it. Like, I do. I really get it. So, yeah, congratulations to Trey Songs and his beautiful baby. <laughs> and we're going to find out who the girl is eventually. Mm-hmm. He said we are happy, so maybe he's together with a woman. Hopefully. I get tired of people having maybe so. together. Maybe <laughs> so. Moving on. Uh, So, sunken place time. And wow, it ever just dawned on you how unprepared you were for something? <laughs> I just trusted myself that I had enough information about this, but I definitely should have done more research. What's the tea? So we were talking about that there was a girl, she was at a baseball game. Oh, okay? yeah, yeah. And the people was um, trying to clown her, yeah. taking pictures. So she was in in New York. She was like at a game. I don't know. It was one of them New York teams, Yankees, what the fucking the Dodgers. I don't know. But, um, the Lakers. <laughs> nuggets. <I don't> know. <laughs> but she was uh, at their game, 
Um, she was at a game taking pictures. She was like posing, getting just trying to let the, the let the gram know what she was doing, taking pictures, looking fine as hell. Let's point, th- let's put that out there. And what's happening? There's a man recording her. Like this is ridiculous. Look at her. Like she's a mess. And just some men who think they're just so they know that they couldn't get her, so they'd rather make fun of her. Dummy. And like just pretty much trying to point out that it's re- so ridiculous of her to be recording herself taking all these pictures and just being a being a predator and a creep because I would whip somebody's fucking ass if they took they was recording me without my permission mm-hmm. like that's why I don't do it to other people and I don't want them to do it to me mm-hmm. do not turn me into no meme or nothing like that because I didn't ask for it mm-hmm. like do not do it so Anyway, he posted on Twitter, I guess thinking people were going to agree with him. But, of course, the tables turned, and people were like, well, first of all, why are you recording somebody? Second of all, if she's enjoying her life, mind your fucking business and keep your eyeball on it. And the, enjoy on your it. own fucking enjoy life. Enjoy the I, game. I want leave girls alone. Get a fucking job. Yeah, and it's like a lot of y- y'all niggas be mad. And, like, first of all, this girl was a model, okay? A, a real-life model, too. Like, not, not that, you know, Instagram models are fake because if you're getting your money, girl who cares right but this girl was like a signed model not even from the united states just visiting going to a game so she wanted to show what she was doing to her, her many many followers that she had to engage can't nobody help that all you do is you know sit on reddit all day and, it, <laughs> and you know and talk and, and fucking fight about <laughs> Video games, like can't nobody help that you're like, a loser. Like, oh brother, did you see the imaging on this <laughs> new season of Madden? Completely off. Can you believe that they give the girls in Mortal Kombat tits? Oh, I'm just gonna say that the fucking music choices for Call of Duty are so distracting. Hit yeah if you agree. Some dumb shit like that. <laughs> yeah, if you hit, agree. Hit yes. I feel like it's buttons on t- on a uh, fucking Reddit that people can agree with. It's like, <laughs> is this useful? Yes. Like that type of shit. But They're like, I oh, just, fuck, my mom opened the door again. She's such a bitch. Like, uh, fucking whore. <laughs> hate her. The Cheeto dust all on your fingertips. <laughs> Being a loser. But yeah, like I just hate when unattractive men... Attractive men try to make women look stupid for having fun. Yeah. And I think that they mostly get annoyed by the fact that they don't care who's around them. They're just doing their thing. I'm a person who likes to take pictures. I love it. I'm not, I take selfies in public, period. And, and, and I, one thing I hate is when people make me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, so you never took a picture in a public space before? Like, you don't catch this lighting? When you I don't see, see somebody this? taking a picture in, in public, I know what they're doing. So I just, if, if I do catch eye contact, with them I give them a little smirk to let them know I'm not judging them and mm-hmm. I'm encouraging them you know take your little picture or I don't look at them at all because I just you know it's nothing abnormal about mm-hmm. taking a fucking picture especially at a sporting event mm-hmm. like that is not bad what he was mad at is that she was you know had a little nice little tight body and she and was she happy was, and she was ha- like how dare a woman be happy at Niggas a game hate. you're not even paying attention to the game fucking fake first of all I've been to a baseball game shit is fucking snooze boring snooze patrol it's so fucking boring snooze patrol I'd rather fucking smoke crack we got a sleeper on aisle nine <laughs> Me if I went to a game. Like, Baseball games, watching it is boring. Being actually there is fucking, fucking boring. Fucking peanuts are boring. Like, I just hate it. Got your peanuts. Uh, hot peanuts. Yeah. Hot, hot peanuts. Uh, hot, hot, hot peanuts. <laughs> Two for a dollar. Get your Skittle peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see that vine where that guy's walking? I know what you're about to and say. he's like, Skittles! <laughs> 
You was in the you so always make you watch that. Get out! <laughs> he had to scream that loud. Like, oh my god. But yes, fucking sunken place. Jail. Also, a lot, of, a lot of um listeners said that you belong to the sunken place too. First so, of all, I thought we were I don't over this. No, but a lot of people did Damn. say that that's. Re- I just had to address that that you were also in the sunken place this week because I hopped out the boat. I was an immigrant. Why he got Nikki Minaj tattooed on his ligaments? Wait, I'm put- laughing at you trying to dance like a freak, but your shirt rolled up like a baby. <laughs> you know how babies be like sitting here eating Cheerios, watching TV. I really that's got look a baby body, <laughs> and it's sad. It's fine. It's not sad at all. A lot of people would kill to have your body. Really? Oh, that's so nice. But, like, I'm trying to be a hot girl. I'm trying to be a hot girl. So, just um, quick, got to tell you guys this. I am taking a cleanse right now, three-day cleanse. I've been drinking, like, fucking ginger turmeric. Who took a shit? Tell. You know what? I haven't been pooping as much as I've just been peeing. That's wild. I've been peeing so much because I've been juicing more than, like, doing the smoothie situation. Like, I've just been juicing. I think I'm going to make a smoothie for in the morning. Yeah, I thought you was gonna do the cleanse with me, but then you went to, then you went and got vegan pizza, and I and I tried to talk you out of it, and you still did it. I know, but that's I want really to nice. I want to say that it tasted really not nice. Tavi liked it, and she she gonna eat the fries and talk about some fuck that that's cheese whiz. Not so y'all will fight everybody in that kitchen. Imagine <laughs> 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 somebody just. Like, <laughs> like swinging at you in the kitchen. Like that's fucking cheese with You're a bitch. lying bitch. <laughs> Nasty bitch. <laughs> okay, so I said, okay. So long story short, leave women alone. Let them have fun. Leave people alone. Period. Just let them live their life. Exactly. If you're boring and boring people always got something to say. But if I like if I bring up the fact that you have zero personality, you're gonna have to go to your therapist. So <laughs> stop. Stop. Like I'm like I'm just like somebody that's like boom. And I people make me feel stupid for like wanting to have fun. And I'm sorry, like if the light, like w- w- I'm gonna catch this fucking light. Like I'm, I'm Perry not. Yeah, I'm gonna catch the fucking light. And, and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna document the moment because I think about my Instagram as my scrapbook. Like, who knows? It might be around for when you're older. Like you might just keep building pictures, oh, and pictures and pictures and pictures and pictures. And then this is how what I'm gonna show my little kids about how I used to look, what I did, and this and the other. You were Back when I was like, <laughs> back when it was just a twinkle in my eye. You know what I mean? So I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to live my damn life and document it, not for the rest of these folks, but for me. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I look good. Like, life is short. If you want to take it's the time and place to take pictures. And when I deem it the time to take pictures, I better not see nobody like, oh, brother. Somebody with fucking. Because you're getting mind. swung on. I was. Know. Yep, I know. I was, you know, problematic alert. I'm cutting you off, bro. Because every time I'm reading somebody, I end up dragging another group that I didn't mean to drag. Yeah, I'll here. tell you off the mic what I was okay. going to say. Because Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, let us know if you remember that vine with a little yeah. boy. <laughs> That's really my energy. <laughs> when the little white boy was like, yeah. Yeah. But somebody was like, hit the ball on his fucking head. Yeah, he was definitely a Martian. <laughs> That's really my energy, though. All right, time to move on into common sense. <laughs> common sense is this week, okay? It's about forgiving your parents. Shout out to Jamise because mm-hmm. this was her topic mm-hmm. on um, 
she she had this uh, topic going on on Twitter, mm-hmm. and the conversations were so damn good. And at first, I felt like, oh my gosh, like, hmm, what do I have to forgive my parents for? And it d- dawned on me that like everybody, nobody's parents are perfect. Yeah, right? no, for sure. But I think especially kind of like growing up, black inner city, mm-hmm. maybe our parents may not have known how to handle things the best. Mm-hmm. And now that we know more information, like how do we forgive our parents? So I was worried about doing this like out loud because I don't want anybody to walk away judging my mom or my dad because or your mom or your dad because we both have, we're very fortunate. Like we have parents that really love us, but they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And like this, is, this show is about us. Yeah. <laughs> it's about what we have to go through. And like you were saying, what were you saying? about Mother's Day and Father's Day? Oh, well, since it's since Mother's Day just passed and Father's Day is coming up, I feel like that's this would be a good topic cuz I know a lot some people those holidays are hard for them because they have not been able to forgive their parents for certain things. And I know for some of us, like our parents are not bad people. They just it's just the way they were raised and they were just trying to do their best. And like I know for you, since you were the first child, you know, it was like a trial and error. And then Absolutely. since I'm the only child, it was like the trial same. And error. Yeah, it's a yeah. trial and error. So it's like we got the, you know, the roughest parts really? of our parents. Seriously. Um and uh it's like I've seen my parents like grow as people, and like as a kid, I used to think you uh, you grow up and then that's it. Like that's yeah. you don't know anything else. You're not allowed. There's no room for growth or anything. And like from my parents, I've learned like oh, you can. There are opportunities for growth as you get older. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for me, it's um, actually like. Even like, cause forgiveness in general for me personally is hard. Yes. And literally recently, like this year, it has become easier because I'm like, okay. Cause at first I never understood when people said like holding a grudge is like you drinking the poison and watching somebody else like try to die. And I never yeah. understood that. And then after I forgave somebody, I was like, oh, I get it. Cause I feel like way lighter since I forgave this person. And we don't go around forgiving everybody. Not everybody. Because like, that always, that's not always the truth. Like, yeah. When I not, hold a grudge, sometimes it's fine. But yeah. you will be surprised when sometimes just forgiving things, it was like, it was actually a burden on me. Yeah. yeah. So that was a burden on me, I know. But, like, my parents, like, for certain things, it's way easier for me to forgive them. Um, I get frustrated, but then I'm like, okay, I understand, like, the way you grew up and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, for instance, like, my mom, I wasn't hit as a child, but, like, you know, she was, and it's like, you know, sometimes that, like, affects certain people, like, yeah. certain ways, and I got off, not say I got off easy, but, like, I got it better, you know, yeah. and sometimes um, people just don't know how to express themselves, and also, like, I know in in the black community, especially like a lot of our parents and stuff, have like mental issues and never just yeah, got it checked out. Hello, um, and you just going through you know the days because like I know with my um parents, like when I first um had to like go to the hospital and stuff like that because of mental illness, like I remember um like. My dad saying something to me like, "You have all this stuff to be grateful for. Like, why are you like sad?" And that made me feel bad because I like so I'm unappreciative. Yeah, because I'm somebody that like I do not ever want to look ungrateful ever, and so that's something that I like 
is like that upset. If I ever look ungrateful about something, like that upsets me. So that just made me more upset because I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like I have like, you know, a good home. Like I live in a good area. Like I have parents. Like what the fuck is wrong with me? Um, But as, you know, time moved on, you know, he understood and like understood that like okay just because xyz is happening doesn't mean you have to be you know a happy person and also like learning more things about me stuff that happened to me that i didn't tell you know um him or my mom and they were like okay i understand why you're behaving this way yeah. yeah so then um i was able to forgive them cuz i'm just like okay so they just didn't know and also like you know a lot of black parents were raised you know in the church and, like, yeah. raised with, like, the fear of God. And, like, all things are possible through Christ. He and like fixes everything. Yeah, he fixes everything. And so I'm like, you have that drilled in your head, and you believe that that's the only truth. So, of course, you're going to speak to me like that and then get frustrated when I just cannot see your way of, like, truth. So, like, what helps me a lot is seeing that, you know, they weren't, they haven't grown up in the same, um, I'm going to say atmosphere, I guess the environment, environment, the Mm -hmm. same environment as me. Because, like, first of all, growing up now is so much we know and we have access to so much, um, like, information. Like, you can, if you feel a certain way, you can, like, Google your symptoms. Or talk to other people. Or talk to other people. So you don't feel so alone. Exactly. So we have access to so much information. And I understand that they didn't. Like, all they Mm -hmm. had was like church yeah and and church basically and And who's gonna read the encyclopedia versus go to church yeah exactly absolutely and like just back on the mental illness thing like i told the story before like when i was first diagnosed with like having really bad anxiety um when i was like 17 18 years old i was prescribed medicine and my mom just i could remember like she was like you're not taking this this you know this ain't good blah 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 and you know she was telling her about on the phone don't you know they was trying to get her to take a crazy pill and blah 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 because my mom she like we talked about it later and her thought process was if you take this pill you're not going to be yourself Mm -hmm. because it was the era of like riddling yeah every Mm -hmm. kid was getting riddling and they weren't they were acting like zombies Mm -hmm. and i knew we had a neighbor who went on Ritalin, and then she started acting very disconnected. She went from being, like, very bad to, like, spaced out. And my mom's whole thing was, no, you can't act like that. You know, you just have to, you know, pray on it. You have to do this. You have to do that. And, like, from what my mom told me when I was 17, I'm 26. Mm -hmm. I'll be 27. It almost took 10 years for me to say, you know what? She's wrong. I know different because I always felt like, yeah, maybe mine's ain't is that. I mean, I believe in medicine. I think some people should have it, but maybe I shouldn't have it because I don't think I'm that bad because um, my mom said I'm not that bad. And I just never feel like it, it takes for something to hit the fucking fan for me to realize that I need to move forward and take the next step. Because I always feel like I'm dramatic mm. because of that incident. Like, going to the doctor and then prescribing medicine. My mom's like, you don't need that. Like, you know, I just always felt dramatic. So I forgave my mom by realizing that she did, in her own twisted way, think that she was helping me. 
She absolutely had no clue what I was going through or what I was thinking. And she absolutely didn't know it was still present after that. Mom, I think because of how my mom responded to the anxiety and how I felt like a hypochondriac, I didn't share it with her. And nobody besides you really knew how stressed and anxious that I would get and how like sick I would get to the point where I would just like really, really freak out over things that most people wouldn't. So I, you know, she didn't know. And I will respond by being a different person and parent. Like, that's just how I will respond to that. But, I, you know, I, I forgave her for it. I did. And I had to forgive my mom for a lot because we're so close. Mm-hmm. But just, like, I felt so misguided growing up. And I think because we watched so much TV when we were younger. Yeah. Constantly watching, like, the Disney Channel, watching Nassau Raven, Lizzie McGuire, you know, you just kind of have a picture of what healthy relationships look like mm-hmm. through television. And each of these families were different. Like, some of these families weren't as silly with each other. Some were a little bit stern with each other. But you know what's normal. And there were things going on in my household, especially with my stepdad. And I felt like he was very verbally abusive to her and me and my brothers. And I would always try to say, you know, that's not normal, Mom. And she would say, yeah, you know, everything's not perfect in life. And I know that was a defense mechanism Mm -hmm. for her wanting her marriage to work out. But I was silenced when I knew I was right. Mm -hmm. And that played on me mentally. But I sat there and I was like, one day I'm going to be fucking right. And one day you're going to have to admit it to me. Like that I was right. And now when we talk about childhood, I tell my mom I was right. And she goes, you know, you know, you were this and the other, but I need you for the sake of seven, eight year old me. I wasn't crazy. I was right. And you shouldn't have done that. Like you shouldn't have done that to me. You shouldn't have made me think I was crazy. You shouldn't have made, you could have worked what I thought was normal mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a loving relationship. And I could have ended up in something abusive. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, you protect your children over your marriage. Yeah. Fuck a marriage. Yeah. Your children's sanity is the most important. And I have no clue what it's like to be my mom at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I have no clue what it's like to grow up and to, no, like for us, yeah, we do have pressure to get married and stuff like that. But back, my mom, you know, for her to be in her 50s, growing up in 60s, 70s, you were truly a failure if you did not get married and stay True. married. Like you truly were. So she had that preach to her her whole life. And that messaging was so heavy, so heavy, so heavy, so heavy that she really, really believed that her worth was her marriage. Mm-hmm. And my mom got married when she was almost 40 years old. So she felt like, I have to make this work. I have to make this work. You know, he's not hitting my child. She didn't even know emotional abuse was a a verbal abuse was a thing. So while I'm definitely am not happy with what I went through, I love my mom to death. I know she, if she would have had a better understanding of how harmful verbal abuse was, she wouldn't have put me in the situation. And at the end of the day, we teach our parents sometimes. Yep, that's very true. I think we always think, like you said, growing up, Adults know everything. They're mm-hmm. good. I've taught my mom so much. Yeah, that's and how I feel. you same. You put your parents on to so much, and that's how I forgive her too. It's just like she's a human being, and one day I know it ain't gonna. It damn sure ain't gonna be for no verbal abuse. But I might have to beg for my kids to understand where I was coming from, how I thought I was doing the best thing at one point. Like I'm not gonna be a perfect parent. Yeah, that's how I feel too. And with that, some parents don't even fucking deserve like. 
forgiveness yeah some it, it's the levels to it because i feel like we definitely got it it like on the easier side yeah but some people don't and that's like you don't have to if you feel like what your parents have done to you is like just un, it's an unforgivable act then you don't have to forgive him you don't because there are people who parents will throw them out not accept who they are steal from them manipulate them um all those things leave them but then expect for expect to either a have this like be put on a pedestal or you know at least come around and play parent when they feel like it you absolutely do not have to accept that you do not because that's very manipulative and it's not right for a child to have to have a soft spot for their parents Mm -hmm. like you gave birth to me Mm -hmm. you need to lead me and do right by me so when your parent is not doing right by you that is 100% not your fault and if you don't want to have anything to do with them for your for the sake of your mental health Mm -hmm. then that's fair that's very true that's 100% fair and um another thing I wanted to think about like forgiving my parents for their problematic views is Mm -hmm. one thing that has actually pretty easy because one I realized this is gonna sound mean that their voices don't carry much weight okay yeah that's that's just it parents they are sometimes you just can't correct their perspectives like I feel like my mom and dad are pretty they're good like they they treat everybody the right way but they say things sometimes or they think that they're being nice and they're not like yeah. they're actually being problematic kind of like when white people are like I love your hair girlfriend <laughs> because they think that you love that and it's like mom just don't mention anyone's sexuality ever <laughs> don't mention it as a compliment don't say it don't yeah. talk about it and you know I've forgiven them by realizing that one they're they're as woke as they're probably going to be mm-hmm. all right two they're not hateful people and three, they're not moving no mountains, making no decisions. <laughs> like they're not yeah. executives. They're black, you know, lower like lowered middle class uh, individuals who don't want to have a talk show. My dad doesn't belong on any social networks. Thank God, because yeah. he would have gotten blocked and everything from every because <laughs> he has a terrible mouth. But yeah, I'm like they're not gonna do nothing. Yeah, and I know better, so I'm not going to behave like them. Yep. I definitely feel that. Nothing else? Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me. I'm like, come on in. Whatever you no, feel. I'm saying I definitely feel It was your idea that. to go with this topic. <laughs> and also, like, with my, like I said, my big thing was God. Like, my parents are like, oh, like, Jesus can fix this and that and that. And, that. and I, like, when I was growing up, I felt so much Christian guilt because I'm like, I don't really, some of the stuff I don't believe. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, that don't sit, like, well with me. Like, this, like, I'm like, if, okay, so my thing is, I'm like, well, if God feels this way, like, why are, like, you know, like, my why is my grandma, like, in, like, you know, in this situation, or, like, why are there certain kids in this situation that I would think, and, like, I was always taught, like, don't question God. And, like, that, like, went from me not wanting to question God to, like, not questioning certain things, like, authority in general. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, like, when I would first get jobs, like, excuse me, it would be stuff going on, and I never thought that I could, like, speak up because it's just, like, authority. Like, I'm like, oh, this is this is the rules. This is how it is. This is how it goes, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, by me going to college and, like, branching off and, like, just being alone and then, like, seeing how my parents, like, were kind of scared of that, like, being, like, they think I'm so, like, oh, my gosh, she's so wild. Like, she wants to do X, Y, and Z. Um, 
me like going off myself, uh, I realized I'm like, wow, a lot of the things that they taught me and uh, instilled in me is because they're scared. Mm-hmm. And that made me be like, you know what? Everything's about security. Everything's about being safe. And that's not wrong. They yeah. got, because of that, you had a roof over your head of stability, period. And a lot of times the sacrifices and how, quote, unquote, bored, the boring lives mm. that our parents live provide really, really great things for us. Mm-hmm. But when you're not like that, that's not to say you won't have anything stable. It's just you got to do it your way. You got to take some chances and you might just it might just be a little bit more of a colorful path for you. Exactly. And also another thing well, recently what I realized I had to forget my parents with is like my relationship with money. Mm hmm. It's, I have no sense of relationship with it. Like, I have no... Where some people will preach to yeah. about how to be savings and putting stuff away for them. Yeah, and there's yeah. so much stuff I didn't know. And it's like my peers have, like, taught me. And, like, sometimes I get, like, you know, angry about that. But I'm like, I feel like they didn't grow up with that. With that yeah. sense. And also, like, they um, were taught to, like... Because the the dreams and the goals that I have are something that, like, I want to make money in my sleep. Yeah. And they were raised with, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, Z to survive, yeah. like, for the rest of my life. It's nothing above this job that I'm doing. And, like, since I'm such a dreamer, it's like they weren't, like, prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes I just get upset. I'm like, well, why didn't I learn this? I could have been so, like, you know, I could have been here and all this stuff like that. And I'm like, certain at a certain point, you have to take accountability. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, it does, like, suck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I do get frustrated. But I'm like, all right, now it's time for me to take accountability and for me to, like, you know, do um, take the knowledge from people um, like my peers and like apply it here. Be better for your kids. Exactly. Saying another thing, how you resentful a little bit about the financial part. I'm like that about health. You know what I yeah, mean? That I too. just they're like there was this little baby in the store the other day and he's like, Mommy, I wanted a snack, right? And his mom reached and got him banana. And then I saw her digging in the bag, and I saw bananas. I saw, like, strawberries. I saw, like, little applesauce. Like, a bunch of really, really healthy organic snacks. And I'm like, wow, this little boy is going to grow up and know that when he wants a snack, he doesn't get a fruit roll-up, he doesn't get a Pop-Tart, he doesn't drink soda, he doesn't do this. He's going to go, and he's going to get a banana. And there were so many people I know when when they were younger that – you know, they did, like, soccer. That was, mm-hmm. like, instilled in them to mm-hmm. just move around and be active. And my mom, like, she didn't have a great relationship with health because, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. She was ahead of her time when it came down to, like, she a lot of these was. remedies and essential oils. So she the reason why I go to Whole Foods. Yeah, my mom was definitely ahead of her time there. But sometimes, like, if me and my brothers, we wanted something, she really wouldn't police us that hard and how much of it we had because everybody in my family is, not everybody, but I'm going to say a good 70%, is pretty unhealthy, like overweight. So it's no sense of, you know, any of that. And 
my mom, like, we ate pretty balanced growing up. Like, she always made sure we had vegetables. Like, we always ate vegetables. But the snacks, the Doritos, mm. the ice cream pops, and this, this just shouldn't have been in the house. We shouldn't have known what it was. Shouldn't have had ginger ale. Shouldn't have had juice. And for me, that is killing a child. Like, I know that sounds extreme, but I think to give them chemicals, to give them shit, to, to give them bad habits, that yeah, they'll have true. to then leave them to break in their adulthood when mm-hmm. this stuff is highly addictive, that is irresponsible. And I do not believe in giving child's children this shit. Like, no, I do seriously. not believe in it. And I believe in putting at moving into their life because here I am an adult and I still struggle with my discipline mm-hmm. and trying to stay on track because I'm really unlearning and relearning everything. Yep. I'm unlearning and relearning everything. And I'm actually proud of myself there because I had no physical activity in my life whatsoever prior to when we started working out when we was like, what, 19, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. So I really liked that I was able to kind of stand up for myself. But then I would see my mom sometimes. She would, like, do, like, slim fast. And that alone showed me that she really was uninformed because that's not how you are healthy Mm -hmm. through slim fast and stuff like that. That's just not how. Like, she did her best, again, with what she knew uh, because she was raised the same way, to eat the same way, to not work out, to not have physical activity, and she shared it to me. But I just wish sometimes I was like these girls who, like, their parents work out, so they work out, mm-hmm. because health is, you know, health is generational, yep. too. Not just, like, like you know, the conditions that you're likely to get, but the habits that you have. And growing up on a fat back, macaroni, cheese, sweet potato mm-hmm. family, that does not help you get the six-pack or the arteries that you need to live a long, happy, yeah. healthy life. So I'm really upset about that. But how I'm switching it around is, like you said, being accountable because at the end of the day, you have a role when you're 10 years old, that might be your mom's fault. But you got a role when you're 26, that you can't blame it on mommy. <laughs> like, the doctor don't care about what you use cheeses you used to eat don't girl please you got to do different so I stand in it and I'm accountable and I try my best to be the healthiest person I can be but I struggle yeah I really struggle like trying to just be like I have this sense of comfort towards certain foods because that's how I was raised like Mm -hmm. oh you do something good Dairy Queen let's go oh movie night you such a good girl my mom was so scared about us going outside stay in watch have movie night she because we live in North Philly she didn't want us to get hurt so it would just that's what it turned into. But when I have kids, I'm like, no, I'm already knowing that I'm canning their food. I already know that I'm going to have Vitamix and jars and everything else for my children because I don't even want them to know what a cheese curl is. Here, I don't here. want them to know what a Pop-Tart is, or they a will, what soda is. I don't, and it's totally possible. It's it totally possible. And also, like, I feel like in conclusion, all in all, the hypothesis is <laughs> the realizing that the your parents lack the knowledge that you have is easy. it's like when you see somebody just so ignorant, like they genuinely just don't know. You can't be mad, and you feel like they just try their best. You can't be mad in some cases. Most cases, as long as yeah. they're not hateful towards you. Yeah, yeah, and if they're hateful, fuck them. Yeah, and if you choose to not forgive them. I or at least forgive them in the sense where you you bury it in your mind, but not have a relationship. Highly recommend. Yeah. Highly recommend at least moving past it in your mind if you mm-hmm. can. Because a relationship with your parents have a hard time believing that, that won't that's one of those grudges that won't bother you. Yeah. Like relationship with a nigga, rah, who cares? <laughs> like I can totally not give a shit about a man. Yeah. But my mom and my dad, especially yeah. if you were once close with them yeah, or you just feel something. 
you know what? Forgive them at least for yourself and keep them at a distance because if they fuck with your mental health, cut them off. One a rapper was just saying how they Shaggy. Yes, um, Shaggy was just saying how he cut his parents off because they were messing with his mental health. And I'm so, I am grateful that my parents are not there. But the moments where they do get under my skin, I back off a little bit. I'm like, love you to death, mom, but you're getting on my nerves. Like, so and that's that's totally fine. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm proud to have my parents. And I know when you just talk about their flaws, it can seem like they may not be, they may be irresponsible, not the best. No, we have amazing parents. Like, yeah. we really, really do. I could sit here for way triple the time we just talked about how bad they are mm-hmm. and talk about all the wonderful things they did. But, yep. you know, that's not the subject. <laughs> the subject <laughs> is forgiving them. So we had to talk about bad things. <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, in conclusion, all in all, you can't get mad at them if they truly did not know. There was no maliciousness in how they treated mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And try to be the best parent you can be. Yep. If you choose to be a parent, be. otherwise, auntie, uncle, mentor, just be better. Exactly. To the youth and listen to the children. Listen to what they got. To yeah, say. I was say listening honestly is the in believing, listening and believing. Yeah. Two key things. The kids are all right. And my Chloe and Holly voice. <laughs> um. So yeah, that about wraps it up for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. Um, yeah, be sure to like us and subscribe to us and all those things. Pretty please. Make sure you rate and review because that's how other people find us. Um, you can rate and review us on Apple Music. You know, we prefer five stars, but you know, be honest. Um, also, follow me on Instagram at Imamate. Follow me on Twitter at It's Mate. You almost, you pulled a me. I pulled a you because I'm that sleepy. <laughs> and follow me on Instagram it's Frank and Femme and Frank and Femme underscore on Twitter. And on Black Girl Brunch, Instagram is Black Girl Brunch. And on Twitter is BLK Girl Brunch. And speaking yeah. of brunch, please be sure, please be sure to join us for the Midnight Brunch on Friday. Like, seriously, we're so excited. Cuckoo. We're so, 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 so excited. Like, RSVP. RSVP and our guys link. Again, if you're confused about the names that I was mentioning, just visit the black girl brunch instagram page and all the information is in that copy there so you can like get sent in the direction that you need to go write us on black girl brunch um gmail by the way we received an awesome listener letter like not too long ago and i'm not going to share the individual's name right now let's call her tabitha what if her name is tabitha okay let's call her shawnee because i know for a fact her name is not shawnee if, I don't think your name is Sarah Tepita, but Shawnee is now what it is. Yeah, so Shawnee was just saying how when we were giving the advice to the teenage, age, the teenage, high school aged girl about, you know, just not really needing attention to men, it really hit home for her because she was saying that she was raised to believe that the attention of men really, really was the most important thing. So thank you so much for taking your time to write us that. I promise, promise, promise that I'm, we are going to respond back. It's just been a hectic week for both of us. But every time y'all send us something, we 100% read it. And if we don't read it, it was just a mistake and like an oversight. So send it again. Okay. So yeah, that's it. Um, Have a good one, guys. And y'all going to see us at brunch, twerking and hopefully eating some French toast. Cool, cool. Ah ha, ah ha, ha. All right, bye. Peace.